0: Hey Jacob. Yeah? We gotta tell the listeners about Brez Coffee Company. Oh, they're coffee for gamers by gamers. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee, roasted
1: right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. Sounds perfect for all-night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, Brez has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like Good for Gaming Light Roast or the Necro medium. See, I like a good dark
0: roast, like the Critical Gaming Dark. You can't even add flavors to your coffee, like Cast
1: Fireball, which is a
0: fireball whiskey flavor.
1: Can't decide what you want? Then just try their specialty sample pack.
0: Whatever your coffee of choice is, they got you covered. Head on over to brezcoffeecompany.com and use the code OMPODCAST to check out for 10% off of your order. Amazing! Fuck it indeed. Yeah. He
1: also signed up as Captain JJ. Apparently he's the captain of a boat.
0: <laughs> God, and, I love um, it when
1: people uh, when people use state dumb stage names. Yeah, well, apparently, like that's what people call him on the boat. Yeah. But it's like you're not on a boat. Uh, and he speaking of well, la- uh, what happened last week?
0: Yeah, I, I got some t- uh, Facebook messages huh, oh my God. from a certain person trying to tell their side of the story, and I'm and I, I, I was just like, I, I, honestly, I don't care. I wasn't there. Yeah, I heard what happened. Like, I honestly like you don't have to prove anything to me because I honestly I don't care. I'm too old to get in the middle of shit. That's why yeah, she, from now on, like when we have local stuff that happens, we do not use names because I don't want to have to go okay. back and scrub through the episodes anymore. I'll keep that in mind. <clears throat> this is the second time in the last like month we've had somebody local that's like, you know, <laughs> could get possibly
1: litigious <laughs> over being mentioned in a yeah, a podcast. Well, she kept uh messaging Krangus too, and she was messaging messaging him shit like when I'm on Comedy Central, you're gonna be embarrassed and I have friends who were uh, who, couldn't like, who couldn't like this podcast, Jason? I don't know. We've got burps. We've got soup. I don't like Inside it. comedy knowledge. You don't like it? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I thought we were in this together, dude. No, it's all you. <laughs> Damn it. Just keeping you around to do all the work. What
0: are we going to talk about if our guest is not here? Which, uh, if you join us, Uh, On the stream here, Uh, yeah, (laughs) our guest has not gotten here yet. It could be a very real possibility that we got our
1: times messed up. And it's not my fucking fault because I reminded him, I sent him the Zoom week, and he's been very responsive to my emails. So I thought for sure he was going to be here. So Maybe he's high. I don't know. Maybe. I I wouldn't doubt it, though, because I've stopped doing the math for people. I just send them 6.30 p.m. CST. <laughs> you do that math, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe... <he> you <laughs> can look <laughs> it up. You, you can go
0: on Google and be like, if it's 6 o'clock central, what time yeah. is it
1: for me? It's still hard, though. <laughs> you can do it's it difficult. right there on your phone. I, that's what I did when I had that interview with Rob Liefeld. And I called him two hours early and woke him up. And then his agent was like, yeah, he had a family emergency. I know like, he did. <laughs> I just woke him up and now he's pissed. Hold on, let
0: me let me fix this background real quick. I'm going to take off. Put that one on. Take this. Up. Oh, not that one. God, I have too many backgrounds. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Wait,
1: that's not the one I want either. Go away. Um, hey, if he doesn't show up, let's do our Halloween episode that we didn't do. Yeah, we could do that. All right, let me turn off this webcam.
0: There we go. All right. Hey, where's my open micers at? Right here, boy.
1: Yeah, boy. <laughs> Where the hell was it at? Hold on. Before me- this podcast, I got insulted when people called me an open micer. And now if someone calls me an open micer, I'm like, do you listen to my podcast? They're like, no, you just suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where the hell is my background at? Like, it should have been... No, that's
0: not it. That's not it. You're getting a, a live, real-time... Here we go. There it is right there. You're watching this. You're watching us use Streamlabs in real-time. This is how it works, folks. Especially when you Inside don't Inside baseball. When you don't have a producer and you got to do it
1: yourself. We should get an intern. Unpaid intern. Yeah even uh, though we're both kind of unpaid interns where's where's bj <laughs> yeah, make, him, make he, him
0: do it he pays to, to listen to the show yeah. and he's gonna have to work <laughs> for us
1: <laughs> he gives us money and we make him work for us that sounds like a great relationship that's how
0: the world works now isn't it
1: yeah pretty much dude um you have to have a uh, bachelor's degree to be an unpaid intern at the local news stations. That's we- Dude, did I
0: tell you that a couple of years ago, I applied to be... Oh, wait, hold on. I'm still messing with stuff. Sorry. Uh, a couple of years ago, I applied to be a, a segment producer at the local TV station. Yeah. Got the job. Went for the interview, got the job, had the credentials and got the job and the, and I asked the question I was like so what does it pay I'm thinking that they're going to say at least somewhere between 15 maybe 18 to 20 dollars yeah. an hour big boy
1: job what what would be your guess for a segment producer I mean for for, for a, a local a news, station. news station yeah for a local news station not in a big city something like that I, yeah. yeah I would say like you know, at least $15 yeah, an hour, at
0: least 15 bucks an hour, at least with benefits, you know, yeah. some benefits. I'm not, I mean, I'm not at looking for like huge benefits, but you know, some, some dental would be nice
1: yeah. <laughs> at least, at least 50,000 a year.
0: Yeah. At least $9 an hour. Yeah. I That's basically, fast food. I looked at the dude and I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I can go. I'm literally making more than that at my job at the time the last job I was at before this one. I was like, I'm making more than that. Why would I leave my job making almost double that <laughs> to come yeah. work here to not have set hours, have to be on call all the time and basically work my ass off. And you want me to do that for $9 an hour. I can go, I can go to McDonald's and make more
1: than that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That That's like fast food rates. Like you can get a job at a fast food place that pays more than that. Yeah, and, and people, probably get better hours too.
0: People wonder why nobody wants to freaking work nowadays. Let me tell yeah. you why. Nobody wants to eat shit for nine dollars an hour. I'm sorry, nobody yeah. wants to do it.
1: I'm. I mean, I'm doing it, but it's out of necessity. <laughs> I don't want to be doing it, but yeah, I make nine dollars an hour. So yeah,
0: but you're still <laughs> young though. You're still like twenty one, and you're yeah, in and I'm school, in debt too. You're, yeah. You're, yeah, but you're in school, you're bettering yourself. Well that's, that's true. Bettering yourself. <laughs> hey
1: man. Hey, look dude. I'm getting an education, bro. All right. But that's yeah, you're you bettering you're yourself. You're
0: one of these days you're gonna work yourself up the ladder and make a decent living. I yeah. mean, that's that's Hopefully. how things are supposed to work. When you're my age, you do not go to work for yeah. <laughs> for nine dollars an hour anywhere. Yeah. Ridiculous! It's stupid like that. You can't even live on that. I would have to work, dude, just to pay my rent. Let's do a little math here.
1: All right. I I would rather not, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> At nine dollars an hour, okay. <laughs> let's say I work forty hours a week. Nine yeah. times forty, okay. That's three hundred and sixty dollars a week, okay. And let's just let's just throw out that I pay. I would have to pay. Thirty dollars a week in taxes, so we're we're already down to three thirty.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be more than that.
0: Yeah, I pay it's going be more than that. that. I'm just saying,
1: my I'm, job. I'm just you know
0: throwing out a number yeah. here. So you work to four, be four weeks a month. Let's three thirty times yeah. four equals. Well, that is not one hundred and eight thousand dollars a month. <laughs> what the hell? Three thirty times four equals one thousand three hundred and twenty dollars. Did you freeze up or are you still there? <clears throat> I believe that Jacob has frozen. And what a wonderful picture it is. I'm going to have to clip that out and use that as his avatar from now on. (laughs) It's raining outside here on the coast. So (laughs) he said his power blinked. Awesome. Uh, Great. So I'll hang out here for a minute, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. All right, we're back. <laughs> Jacob's oh, okay. back. His power went out because you know it rained a little bit.
1: Hey, more than a little <laughs> bit, dude. Okay, there's some there's some storms out there, bro. Oh yeah. Are you eating soup? What are you eating? Red beans, rice, and sauce. Oh, okay. Sort but of, but it soup. might as well be it might as well be soup. Red, it's it's red redneck soup. It's, Pretty soupy. It's pretty soupy today. I don't like it soupy,
0: but it's pretty soupy. All right. So back to the number crunching. If I was to work for nine dollars an hour and forty hours a week, at the end of the month, I would have one thousand three hundred twenty dollars. <throat> my rent um, right now is seven hundred. So minus oh 700. my god, dude. So and you have four hundred dollars left after rent six hundred and twenty. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I told you I don't like math. So. And then
0: minus uh, two fifty for car. That leaves me with three hundred and seventy minus one hundred and fifty for insurance. Leaves me with two hundred and twenty. Uh, still have to eat at some point and get gas. Oh yeah. Electricity which usually runs about a hundred and twenty month, a month. Minus yeah. one forty. Uh, Eighty bucks. Minus uh, internet, which is sixty-five. Oh my god! <laughs> That's fifteen, <laughs> That's, $15 dollars. Fifteen dollars. To... I still haven't even eaten yet, or
1: uh, gotten groceries. Yeah, and and God forbid too that um, you get sick and have to go to the doctor. And yeah, pay a that too. Pay. Yeah, well, the fifteen dollars would be copay. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the price of a copay. It's fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I pay a thirty dollar copay. I just be fucked. I'm like, All right, I got so half.
0: Literally, no way to live on anything less than yeah. like fifteen dollars an hour. There's just no way. You can call me a communist, a pinko commie, libtard, but literally crunch the numbers. There's no way to survive. On less than yeah. 15 bucks an hour.
1: And I, I mean, live
0: and he, with, on the coast where it's relatively cheap to live.
1: Yeah, $700 is actually cheap rent.
0: It's a townhouse. Basically, it's a one-bedroom apartment.
1: Yeah. Really cheap rent. Good for, um, good for a little family, too. Well, if I wanted
0: to get a uh, a two-bedroom apartment or a three-bedroom, then we're talking like nine, $900 to yeah. 1000 a month.
1: Yeah, I mean, in, in even on a nine dollar nine dollar an hour salary, paying seven hundred dollars rent, you're gonna have to have at least two roommates, and you only have one bedroom. So,
0: <laughs> but if I was working at a restaurant, well, if I was working at McDonald's for nine dollars an
1: hour, I could at least yeah. eat there. <laughs> I, wouldn't I have guess to, I would worry about you could, food. Well, if you were a manager. So, I've worked at McDonald's fairly recently. I, I worked at McDonald's in 2017, something like that, uh, when I was fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, the managers get $10 an hour, and they get one comp meal. Like, that's what you get if you're a manager. Ugh. Yeah. Which, granted, the managers just made food for themselves and stole it. Yeah. But that's what I if used your to boss do. is there, you can't really do that. <laughs> that's what I used to do at the hard rock. When I was a mm-hmm. uh, fr- uh, grill
0: cook, I would just steal food all the time because you had to pay for everything. Even and uh-huh. they, they even have like these hamburgers that are meant for the employees. They're just like little, you know, frozen patties that are almost like McDonald's burger size, and that's what yeah. you get like for free to eat. Like it's nothing. If you want anything else, you have to pay for it. So I yeah. would just like you know,
1: oops, I messed up this burger. Or a piece of chicken. Yeah, I, I made minimum wage working at Pizza Hut, but I made up for it with the amount of wings that I ate and Diet Pepsis that I stole. So we're, uh, we're all even Yeah. Pizza Hut. And the night I knew I was going to quit, I just I took everything that was ready to go in the hot box. What's the left. best way you've ever quit a job? I, that, I mean, that one's it. Because I've, I've had very few jobs. And when I quit McDonald's, my general manager shoved me. And what? I was, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a kid. I'm an 18 year old kid. My general manager shoves me and I just say, fuck you. I quit and walk out. <laughs> That's not really cool. It's just quitting a job. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I left pizza, Hut, I, I, I took all the food that was ready and I stole a two liter <laughs> and left and never came back. the uh, Best way I ever quit a job. I used to work for,
0: the uh, movie theater here on the coast uh, yeah. in Biloxi it was the... Uh, what was it called? The Biloxi 10. United Artists Biloxi 10. Uh, this was back in, like, the late 90s. And we had gotten a new boss. And, like, when I got hired there, it was a complete different, like, management crew. And then over, like, the next two years, like, they completely fired all the managers and, like, hi- and got new people in there. Like, company people, you know? Yeah. Uh. So... I got passed up for a promotion like four times that people that were not even qualified for were getting the position. I'm like, I've been here for two years, busting my ass, doing everything asked of me. And I get passed up for promotion by favoritism, basically. And so on July 4th, 1998, I think, I walked in. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I worked like the 2 to to close shift, which was like 2 to midnight, I think or whenever the last movie got done showing, I walked in and I was like, looked at all the managers, walked in the office, because I was a floor manager at the time. I walked in, looked at all the managers and said, you know what? I'm going to shoot fucking fireworks and walked out the door and I went home and
1: shot fireworks for the rest of the night. That's, um, yeah, that's that's something better to do than working thing was, oh, I used gosh. to love
0: working for the movie theater. That was a great job mm. until it started to suck.
1: yeah i mean i've I've never had a job that I've ever really enjoyed, and I've never had one that I tolerated until the job I work now like <laughs> that like i'm I'm finally in an industry that's not fast food or retail, so I can actually I can actually not want to blow my brains out every yeah. single day. I well, go to work and I'm like, this isn't the worst.
0: When I was a projectionist at the movie theater. I, those were the best grades I ever had in college. Cause literally like you do like maybe 15 minutes of work, a shift and the rest of the time you're just sitting there doing nothing. So yeah. unless you know, something breaks. So most of the time you're just sitting there doing nothing. Most of them yeah. just sit and watch movies, but I would just sit up there and study, do my homework.
1: I had really good grades for like a year when I worked there. I wish I had that luxury, but, yeah. um, Dude, we should probably um, play the music and, and start the show,
0: dude. Yeah, well, we've already been going for seventeen minutes, but I'll go ahead and play. It. You want to? <laughs> yeah, I the... mean, that's a good yeah. preface. Yeah, well, go ahead and do the ad read, and then
1: I'll play the music. All right, dude. Um, well, this podcast is brought to you by that dirty motherfucker <laughs> BJ to blow. He knows what he did. Uh, he would have started his own podcast, but he's too chicken shit. So maybe he'll intern for ours. And uh, we have to be give a massive shout out to our new Patreon supporter, Mr. Mike Eveland from B-Res Coffee Company. They're also a sponsor. Get your holiday flavors from them now. And let's play some funky tunes, dude.
0: See, this is what you call professional podcasting.
1: My, welcome to the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and tonight it's raining. It's raining <laughs> real bad. We're supposed to uh, have a guest tonight, <clears throat> but apparently
0: uh, wires got crossed. Yeah. Look, I, I
1: I usually it's Jacob's fault. So let's just I put usually it all take fault. on him. <laughs> I usually take fault when a guest doesn't show up. I don't feel like taking fault for this one, man. Because, you know, he he was very responsive. He seemed into it. Uh, he said he was going to be here. I gave him the Zoom link and everything. Gave him the time. And uh, you know what? If he doesn't want to come, I don't fault him for that. That's fine. But I did everything I could do. Yeah. So what do you
0: think I should uh, keep the beginning 17 minutes of the show
1: where yeah, it is. For sure. oh all right well that's all we'll do. yeah yeah <laughs> just keep it just keep it there and you know a, a lot of podcasts do that like your mom's house, they do a whole thing before they do their music or whatever okay but um yeah man uh so with the 40 minutes we have, hopefully my power doesn't go out again we could talk about some <laughs> Halloween movies, man we got I'm down. the season is upon us what have you been
0: watching so far because so far we have watched we went on a, um, me and Angelina, we went on a Scream spree. We watched the first three mm-hmm. Scream movies. We watched, uh, we've been watching the new Chucky series on uh, okay. USA Sci-Fi. Uh, of course, I watched Halloween 3, and I'm going to watch it, you know, two or three more times. Yeah, I mean, you this don't weekend. have to do that to yourself. <laughs> watch the new Halloween Kills movie. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had a chance to go
1: to the theaters.
0: Yeah, after you do it, go over and after you watch that, go and listen to our Halloween Kills roundtable over at the Nerd Cave Retro Show, which we had. Yeah. Uh, former guest Mr. Wally Phelps and uh, Mr. Joey Image, the wrestler extraordinaire, on the show talking about Halloween. That was fun.
1: spoiler epic, yeah, I mean, I-
0: So go watch it first before you do that.
1: Yeah, I could always use like a good um, podcast to listen to when I shit, but uh. <laughs> So that's that's what they're good for, dude. You know how many people we're talking to shitting right now? A hundred percent of the people listening. Probably. So if you're shitting, shitting right now, I hope you're having a good shit. And I hope yeah, you're disciplined enough to not pinch your turds. I hope that you <laughs> get it all out with just one contraction and then you have a clean wipe. Yeah. And that's the key I wish good upon you. The clean wipe, because that's <sighs>
0: There's nothing worse than you think you're done. Like it's a nice clean Mm -hmm. separation of poop from butt, and then you go to wipe, and it's like it's like there. It's like there's a brown crayon up there. You're just or a a stuck turd up there, and you're just wiping off the end of it. You're just like I'm never.
1: I'm just gonna die here in the bathroom. I'm never gonna be able to leave. I'm I'm somewhat known for my egregious shits. (laughs) and I I haven't had a solid bowel movement in I don't know how long. So when I shit, it's just all over the cheeks, dude. It's Ugh. on the outside of the cheeks. It splatters. And so I got to clean up my outside cheeks first. That's step one. Clean up the outside cheeks, and then clean up the crack. And then I hate, like, when I think I'm done, I go deeper, like, into my butthole, and there's still just, like, it, you know... I struck oil. It's just still, <laughs> there's still... It's still everywhere inside my butthole. I haven't even... So that's why it takes me like 30 minutes to shit. I take a two-minute shit, and then I wipe for 28 minutes. <laughs> have you thought about and just, I think,
0: just jumping in the shower afterwards? Don't, don't even bother wiping. Mm, just jump in the shower. Scrub, I have, scrub but... Up.
1: You know, I mean, I like the time to myself. I don't get a lot of time to myself. Listen to a nice podcast. I can't really do anything while I'm shitting. I can't work on anything. So I'm just going to, you know, relax and enjoy myself. I do think I have a hemorrhoid, though. I really do think I have a hemorrhoid because now whenever I wipe, there's, it's, you know, my bloody Valentine, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: So uh, maybe I don't know if that's a hemorrhoid or it might be
1: uh, butt cancer, but you might want to go get that <laughs> checked out. Dude, don't convince me I have butt cancer, okay? Because <laughs> I don't. I, I I handle my problems well, like if you did, a real we man. could
0: uh, sympathize people into
1: more listeners for the show. I guess go to <laughs> butt cancer meetings and be like, hey guys, I have a podcast. We, we talk could, about butt cancer. We could do a um,
0: uh, we could do a fundraiser. Be like support the show yeah. and help me- Jacob's
1: uh, butt cancer medical bills. Yeah, we got a butthole tumor. Um, I think I, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this the way that any real man handles any problem and I'm going to ignore it until it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably going to have this hemorrhoid until I die. Probably. And no one is ever going to look inside my asshole. Just so try to push only, it back in. Just <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude, my fingers are going nowhere near that thing, nowhere near it. Hardly even with toilet paper. Do we have any
0: listeners left after this uh, lively discussion?
1: Jason, we have more listeners now. (laughs) This is what the people have been waiting to hear about. Jacob's um, hemorrhoid. My hemorrhoid. Uh, I should name it. What should I name my hemorrhoid? Henry. Henry? Henry the hemorrhoid? Yeah. Hermione. (laughs) Hermione the hemorrhoid um anyways yeah i um that's something we have in common is i just i watched scream and scream 2 for the very first time this halloween really and yeah and i'm lucky enough that these they were made so long ago like some movies are such classics that you know like what happens but they were made so long ago where like no one really talks about it anymore so i actually didn't know who the killers were yeah. So, I was very lucky to be able to watch those two movies not knowing who the killers were. It was such a good like satire, murder mystery, <clears> slasher <throat> with lots of blood and gore and Henry So you Winkler got the point of the movie. Yeah, I got it, dude. I, I was going to
0: ask like you know, you're you're from a younger generation. I was going to ask how the movie held up and what you if you got the point of the
1: movie. I think it gets better with time. 'Cause it's even better satire now. Yeah. Like and it's not satire like scary movie, you know, where it's all like obvious comedy. It's yeah. like offhanded remarks about this is what would happen in a horror movie. Like that's that's an excellent way to make movies. I wish well, they are making another screen movie, so I, I hope that they do more of that with the new one they're making.
0: Well, they still do those tropes in horror movies. Yeah. So the, all those tropes they're making fun of still hold still hold true today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I wish someone would make a movie like that's like that but with like all of the paranormal movies was now because i literally it, just thinking that. There's hardly any slashers left. Like yeah. there's not really new slasher horror movies coming out. Well, but there's
0: they're all paranormal. I feel like parent the para, uh, paranormal activity like the all the found footage type of uh that genre. I think it's yeah. already kind of come to an end. Because it's so oversaturated.
1: Yeah, I mean, the much South like the slasher and, and stuff is.
0: genre was in the 80s. Like, it got to the yeah. point where it was just ridiculous.
1: But you look at the, the horror movies coming out now that, that had good success. And you have The Curse of La Llorona, or whatever. I shouldn't have even tried to pronounce that. <laughs> um, scary, to- scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It's all, like, super supernatural horror movies the conjuring yeah. you know it, it, it's you don't have any horror movies about this is you know just people and this yeah. could happen to well you. that's
0: sort of the the new thing now is the supernatural because
1: yeah it, I, it,
0: to me it feels like it all kind of started with like you said the conjuring uh the mm-hmm. Duke, um, uh, and that the netflix series house on uh the house on haunted hill is that what it's called that series uh, the haunting of hill house yeah haunting, haunting, of, haunting hill house. of hill house yeah that was a really good series and i was like man this I've is heard, yeah. this is like the genre that i like because it's it, it's so like unreal but it's still pretty scary like mm-hmm. cuz of the atmosphere and like the i don't know it's just that's what i like
1: yeah uh i wish they made more horror movies that were realistic and yeah. and i know that You know, it being unrealistic is kind of what makes it scary to a lot of people, but I'm not going to be scared unless this could really happen to me in real life. Yeah. Like I want a horror movie that's like uh, that's like scream where these are real people trying to kill real people and they're dressing up like this and no one believes this character that someone's trying to kill her. I want more of that shit because that's what's scary to me.
0: Yeah, we were watching something the other night and uh, we were talking about that. Uh, the more realistic, about realistic kind of horror movies. I don't remember what we were watching now.
1: Uh, what's funny to me, dude, is um, people call used to call Contagion a sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now so Contagion a happened, dude.
0: little too close to home with that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, isn't that funny that, like, in 2011, everyone was like, "This is science fiction. This could never happen." Yeah. And then the exact thing that happened in *Contagion* happened in real life. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> I was just I was just thinking about that. I've been watching um, Eli Roth's *History of Horror* on AMC, and uh, they showed like clips of *Contagion* because they did a whole thing about um, apocalypse horror. Yeah, and, and then *Contagion* that the you know, disease essentially brought on the apocalypse. And uh, that's kind of my genre is
0: apocalypse yeah. horror. Like the mist. Um, yeah. Uh, they, when they, they remade the stand, but honestly I got like three episodes in and I was like, this is not very good, but the yeah. stand book, holy crap. That
1: book scared the crap out of me. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of um, horror series. Honestly. Like I I like a good horror movie. I'm not not gonna.
0: Don't ever watch the Mist TV series. It will heavily disappoint you. Plus, it was canceled before it was finished. So,
1: yeah, and it's like you know you can only do so much to scare somebody within an hour. Like it's gonna be all jump scares, you know. Um, but I really like. uh, Fuck. What was I gonna say? Uh I don't remember what you got Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so um you've been watching a lot of stuff that I've
0: recommended to you. Um so have you gotten to watch yeah. things like Evil Dead 2
1: or Army of Darkness things like that? So you want to know something funny, I've seen every Evil Dead movie except Evil Dead 2. Really? Cuz I just I haven't been able to find it anywhere. It's not streaming, it's not they don't show it on TV. Hold on, let me go to just, watch. Just I've watched on. Army of Darkness Army of Darkness is really good Yeah, All right, And I watched see. the first Evil Dead But I Evil. haven't seen the second one I even watched Did. the reboot Jason Robbins Evil Dead 2
0: Is You can stream it right now on HBO Max I don't have that shit Dude am I made of money <laughs> You can rent it pretty much everywhere Even on YouTube It's $1.99 on YouTube Shit, I ain't got no dollar ninety nine. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Evil Dead Two is basically the horror movie that got me into
1: horror movies. Yeah. Um, I'm. What was the first horror movie you ever watched? Uh, I'm trying to think of what mine well, is. I don't I know. Can I can tell you tell the you. first
0: movie. Actually, I think it is classified as a horror movie now. Let me go to IMDb just to make sure. Um, But I saw my aunt took me to see it in the theater, and it fucked me up till I was thirteen years old. Like I slept with the lights on till I was thirteen years old.
1: Wait, I think I know what this is. Can I guess?
0: Yes. Is it Gremlins? Yes, it is.
1: I knew it because you fucking hate (laughs) Gremlins. I
0: fucking hate that movie. And if I ever meet Steven Spielberg, I'm gonna give him a big hug for all the movies that I love, but I'm also gonna punch him in the balls for Gremlins.
1: Did he do Gremlins?
0: Yeah, well, he produced it. Gremlins, Uh, Gremlins, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And uh, one other movie I think he did around the same time. Those are the movies that are the reason PG-13 was created. Oh, um, um, Poltergeist. Because of Poltergeist, Gremlins, and um, Indiana Jones. Uh, Gremlins is... Is it considered horror... I think it is considered a horror movie now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But I also remember watching uh, what I just mentioned, Poltergeist, on TV when I was a kid. Poltergeist scared the living crap out of me as a kid. Mm -hmm. That movie's still pretty scary
1: as an adult. Yeah. um, The first time I watched it, I I wasn't blown away. I don't know if it holds up after you've been desensitized by more you know I don't know if it's so much that it's it's scary it's just creepy yeah yeah it was creepy it's a creepy movie it's still a classic though I still enjoy watching it I get some sort of enjoyment out of watching it but it's not being scared you know it's just Uh, one of those movies that's unsettling like there are no jump
0: scares or anything like that it's just one of those movies that like after you watch it, you just have a weird feeling for like a day or two, where you're just yeah. like, Ugh, you know, like you can't really shake it off <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it just kind of sticks with you
1: i um the first I guess horror movie that I remember watching that like traumatized me was ghostbusters ghostbusters The, the reason that I don't like ghostbusters as an adult is because. I watched it when I was too young, and my I wasn't supposed to be watching it. My brother left it on his TV in his room, (laughs) and then left his room. I walked in on the part where um, the fucking thing is coming through Sigourney Weaver or whatever. Oh yeah, like the most hardcore part of the movie. And that's all I saw, and I was like, holy shit!
0: We, we, were, yeah. we did a uh, commentary track for uh, the Derek Diamond experience last night. Uh, we did Ghostbusters, and we were actually talking about that. How this movie is the perfect blend of comedy and horror, yeah. and the horror elements in the movie are pretty horrific. I mean, there's some scary shit in that movie, especially if you're a kid. Like I oh, remember yeah. I, seeing that movie in the theater as a kid. Like I loved it. I fell in love with the movie, but God, that librarian at the beginning of the movie, I remember scared the hell out of me when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, and this happened, by the way, when I was maybe between four and six years old.
0: Yeah, it's a little too young to be watching Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah, this was, like, real to me. And and, uh, oftentimes, movies that have scarred me uh, were... In this situation, where my brother just left his room and left the fucking movie on, and just left the house, and then I just walk into his room because I'm like, "Oh, his TV's on. I'm gonna see what's on TV." And uh, I did the same thing with Gremlins. Gremlins scared the shit out of me too when I was a kid. Okay, which Friday the
0: Thirteenth movie was it uh, that you talk about? Is it the that where he smashes the the chick up against the tree and the the um, sleeping bag? Which one Um, is that? Part seven, the new blood. And that's the one where at the beginning of the movie, he comes back to life because they stick a lightning rod in him when he's in the Uh, grave.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: If that's the same one, that's one that another one that my aunt took me to see in the theater. And I was way too young to be watching that movie. And I remember that scene that you talk about. Like that scene is seared in my brain when he smashes her against the tree. And that yeah. sleeping bag, because I was just like, as a little kid, I'm like, that is the most, other than like burning to death, like how horrific <laughs> yeah. of a death must that be? To be like locked inside of a sleeping bag and you just get smashed against <laughs> the tree. get picked up by your feet <laughs>
1: and hit against the tree. Dude, the first time uh, I, before I watched, sat down and watched the movie, they just showed like a clip of it uh, on like some kind of other show. And it was just this isolated clip of just Jason walking up to this zipped up sleeping bag and just throwing this lady's head against the tree. I laughed so hard, I put it in a joke. <laughs> it was so fucking
0: funny to me. But see, I remember that. I remember nothing else from that movie except that scene and the beginning when they used yeah. the lightning rod to bring him back to life. Like Those two scenes are the only thing I remember from that movie.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a pretty iconic kill. I mean yeah. that's one of Jason's more <laughs> that's iconic.
0: Pretty kills. creative. If you're gonna murder somebody, that's a pretty creative way to do it. They're, they'll remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you think is the most iconic murder in a horror movie? Oh my god!
0: Most iconic murder in a horror movie. God, yeah. I'd have to think about that. I mean, that's up there. the The sleeping bag is definitely. Yeah up there in the probably the top five.
1: Recency bias, the whole opening scene with Drew Barrymore and Scream. I mean, come on. That's been spoofed so many times.
0: Well, another one that's pretty visceral, even though it's not a horror movie, I think it might even be classified as a horror movie these days, but RoboCop, when Peter Weller gets killed, like as a human gets killed by Clarence Boddicker, and they like, First off, he blows his hand off with a shotgun, and then he gets just riddled yeah. with bullets. It's probably one of the most visceral, uh, horrify- horrifying death scenes in any movie. Like, I don't know how they got away with that and with just an R yeah. rating.
1: Ooh, also a good one. And I mean. Uh... If we're going to talk about... I'm, I'm thinking to bring up a Rob Zombie movie. Rob Zombie's opening up a whole other can of worms. Because yeah. that guy... Oh, i tell you another else. one.
0: An iconic kill. Yeah. It's in uh, The Dream Warriors. Is that Nightmare 3 or 4? It's uh, 3. 3? Three. Um, <clears throat> where it comes to the TV? No. Well, that, that's a pretty good one. Because he's like, Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but and he the, improvised that, too. The, the one
0: that gets me to this day because I hate needles is when he, his hands turn into heroin needles and he Ooh. sticks the chick in the arms and she's got like the little mouths like yeah. where her track marks are.
1: Ah, ah, yeah. it's so gross. It's there, so gross. There could be a lot of good Freddy Krueger kills in there. Like, uh, also when he pulls Johnny Depp through the bed in yeah. the first one. Did That's you watch,
0: one. uh, the movies that made us, the new season where they talk about that, how they made that scene. I haven't had time now. Well, you know, earlier in the movie, they have this, the death scene of uh, one of the girls and, you know, like she's like, all up on the ceiling and stuff. Yeah. Well, they had built this room that was like rotating and um, they used it for that. And then they used it again for the Johnny Depp scene. And they basically turned the room upside down and they had this huge, like, thousand-gallon, like, drum of fake blood. And yeah. this guy up on top that was, like, op- opening the spigot. And there was so much blood coming out that it, like, caused... Like, it was sloshing everywhere. And then yeah. it just, like, broke. And, like, everything just got so, like, like destroyed by fake blood. Like, you just have to watch it. It, it It's a yeah. really good
1: documentary. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen... All of it except for the newest episodes. It's a really but, um, good season. Yeah, I was going to talk about, too, and I don't even know if this is really a death because I don't know if he died in the movie. Uh, I'm sure he did. But in House of a Thousand Corpses, Chris Hardwick's character, oh, yeah when they walk through and he's just opened and he's still alive, Yeah, and they're like working on him and shit, and he's like, what's happening? Like, that's horrifying.
0: You know, when I first saw that movie in the theater, I was pretty freaked out by that movie because there was so much hype behind it because it took that movie two years to come out Um, because they were just like, it's the worst, like most horrifying movie ever made. So there was so much hype behind it and it came out and yeah, it's pretty horrifying, but I went back and watched it again, probably three years ago, roughly. And it's pretty
1: hokey. (laughs) <laughs> these days like yeah. it's pretty campy yeah and I mean that's that's the risk you run when you use certain effects because it's that you know aspect of filmmaking evolves so yeah. much in just a decade's time
0: well it's such a not I don't want to say rip off but it's definitely a uh, uh like a I don't know like it's a, kind of a love letter to like uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. I watched that a few years ago for the first time in like 20 years. Like I saw it once when I was a teenager and I was like, man, this movie's fucking crazy. And then I watched it again a few years ago. I had
1: nightmares about Leatherface for mm-hmm. like a week after watching it. Yeah, Leatherface is is one of the better slashers. And and I really dig that one because it's based on a true story too.
0: Yeah, so. Ed Gein yeah. He's like an amalgamation of like a couple of different serial killers, but just if you want to get freaked out and you've never seen it, go watch the original uh uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, the remake in like 2004 I think it was was okay. It's pretty graphic, but the original is like it's just creepy. Like there's no blood mm-hmm. to be found in the movie. Like it's you you don't see any blood, but man, it's like your imagination just does worse things for you when you're watching that yeah. movie because it just feels so visceral and real. I mean, just like the rawness of it is, its It's almost like watching a documentary, and it's, mm-hmm. it's horrifying.
1: Yeah. Um, do you remember the Wrong Turn movies? Uh, that was with Elijah Dushku, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, I think I saw uh, the first one uh they just did a reboot of it uh and i watched the reboot oh yeah. and it was pretty it was pretty bad man it's got I charlotte
0: mean, vega and adane bradley i don't know who they are the original the, the real, was in 2003 with elijah <clears throat> elijah dushku
1: yeah uh, the star of the <laughs> the real like the only name that's in the reboot is uh matthew modine oh okay but um yeah it's it's like they do stuff and this scares the shit out of me. Cause this is something that really could happen. These kids are hiking on the Appalachian trail. They take a wrong turn and they find this community of mountain people who just live like savages. Yeah.
0: I can't and, do that. <clears throat> I can't do that.
1: <laughs> it's a little why? too
0: close to to home. yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah it's travel too me, far dude. into the woods, like you'll, and the, there is no telling the, what kind of people live in there.
1: And just the, the whole thing of, like, being kidnapped and just not being able to do anything. Like, no matter what you say, you're powerless. And yeah. they're, like, cutting out these kids' tongues. They blind one of them with a spoon. And this girl, the leader, is like, you're going to be my wife. So she's just getting raped for a while. Jesus. and uh, I,
0: can't, I, I can't do that. I'm not going to watch that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. but And she finally escapes. And then the people leave the woods and pose as regular people to find her again. <laughs> and thankfully, she kills all these fuckers. But nice. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of hardcore well, shit. Well, if you want
0: to watch something that kind of is sort of like a not, a, not necessarily a parody. Well, yeah, I guess you could call it a parody, but it's a comedy horror movie that kind of makes, like, turns that whole, like, redneck hillbilly killer Genre yeah. on its head is Tucker and Dale versus evil.
1: I've heard of that. Dude, heard you of have that.
0: to watch Tucker and Dale. It's so good. Yeah. It's about these two rednecks that like buy a summer home up in the, up in the Hills to okay. fix up. And they're just out there. Like they're just two nice dudes, like best friends They're They go up there for the summer and they're like, yeah, this is going to be our summer home, summer vacation home. And like, while they're out there, there's these college kids. That are up there too. And they keep accidentally killing themselves. And Tucker and Dale get blamed for it. So it's like dude. And like then like they start hunting Tucker and Dale. Because they think they're like killers. But they keep accidentally killing themselves one by one. It's so crazy good. Like you
1: have to watch
0: it. That's my big recommendation for this week. Tucker and Dale versus evil.
1: Yeah. I definitely need to uh. Watch that! It sounds like I would be really into it.
0: And uh, who was in it? It's got uh, Alan Tudyk. I don't. You know who Alan Tudyk is? Yeah, love Alan Tudyk. Yeah, Tucker and uh, Dale versus and uh, Tyler Labine is in it too. No idea who that is. Uh, he is. You know who Tyler Labine is? He's been a thousand things. Uh, let me look it up. So is Alan Tudyk. Oh yeah, but Tyler Labine has been in. Uh, he was in, of course, Tucker and Dale, Rise of Planet of the Apes. Um, why is this not letting me look at other movies? Uh, let's see. Super Troopers 2. Uh, yeah. Does a lot of voice work. Uh, he was in The X Files. Uh, if you look up his picture, you will definitely know who he is. Like, you've seen this dude in a thousand. He's been in so much stuff.
1: I'm gonna look up his picture right now. But uh, you, have you seen movie? Zach and
0: Mary make make a porno? Uh, no, but I've seen plenty of pornos.
1: Oh. So <laughs> he was um, in that. The the one, uh, movie that I have to watch every single Halloween, Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: Uh, if you like Shaun of the Dead, then you'll definitely like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. They're sort of in that same sort of satire parody, like, genre. Jason, I've never seen this man in my entire life. Really? I just want you to know that, yeah. Well, he's, like, one of the funniest people, like, uh, as an actor. Like, just great comedic actor. And, of course, you know that Alan Tudyk is
1: definitely knows how to be funny. So, go watch it, please. But uh, Shaun of the Dead is great to watch this time of year because I love Edgar Wright comedies so much. Edgar Wright is an amazing director, and it's still part of the season because, you know, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But it's also fucking hilarious. I love that movie so much.
0: I haven't yeah, watched
1: I'm, it in a while. I need to
0: watch that again.
1: I would like to think that Nick Frost's character would be like me yeah. if I turned into a zombie, <laughs> where like the movie starts where he's just on the couch playing PS2. He gets turned into a zombie and they just lock him in the shed and he's yeah. just still in there playing PS2. <laughs> like, that would be me if I got turned into a zombie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know. I, that whole genre, like that trilogy, have you seen, uh, at World's End? At I, World's I End have, was pretty yeah. good too. I mean, they're, they're yeah. not as good as Shaun of the Dead, but they're still pretty yeah. damn good.
1: Yeah. Um, what I, ha- what I have recorded right now off of TV that I've never seen before is Hot Fuzz. I'm really excited yeah. to watch Hot Fuzz.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Like I said, it's, it's not as good as Shaun of the Dead, but it's definitely definitely worth a watch.
1: I'm, I'm literally just watching it for the meme of Nick Frost cocking the shotgun and saying shame. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm watching the movie. All right,
0: we're getting to the end of the show <clears throat> for our Halloween episode here. We're really sorry that uh, our guest couldn't make it tonight. If we can reschedule him, we'll have him back and try to get our our times uh, fixed so we can actually have him here. Definitely not my fault. It's Everybody tweet at Jacob C. Craig. Um, (laughs) Joke's on you. I don't even use Twitter. (laughs) Or go to Jacob Craig Comedy on uh, (laughs) Facebook. I don't use that either.
1: (laughs) I'm unreachable, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Drive up to Van Cleve, Mississippi, and just stick your head out of the window and yell, Jacob Craig, you suck.
1: And that's what you got to do. And I, and I won't know what it's about, because that could be literally anybody <laughs> about anything. So, yet again, I win, Jason.
0: Well, happy Halloween, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, because this was impromptu uh, Halloween episode. So here you go. This is it. This is the Halloween um,
1: episode. Title of the episode, Impromptu Halloween episode. Um, Anyways, I'm going to talk about uh, stand-up because I don't know if you know this, but I'm really funny. So I'm going to be opening for Mo Alexander November 19th at the Juke Joint. Tickets on sale at landmassentertainment.com. I host an open mic every Tuesday at the Juke Joint as well at 8 p.m. in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Last night was not a good representation of how those shows have been going. Last night was the worst show we've ever had there. There were human steroids. There were people just yelling for no fucking reason. Wonderful. Uh, But usually, usually it's a really, really good show. So if you like comedy and you're local, come out and support that. Awesome. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I don't really have anything planned
0: right now. No shows booked. Um, But uh, if you want to listen to a lot of stuff I'm doing, just go check out uh, Nerd Cave at Nerd Cave Retro on Twitter. And uh, also go check out the uh, Derek Diamond experience. I've been doing some uh, commentary tracks over
1: there for his podcast. And Coosmane.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us, everybody. I'm going to play our music here. If you would like to email us, email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We're at openmikers on Twitter and uh, the Instagrams. And also, uh, OM Podcast takes you to our Patreon page where you can support the show. Huge thank you to Mike Evelyn for supporting us and Mr. BJ Dublow. And we will see you guys next week. Soup.